It's the 10 year anniversary of Minecraft. And have you ever milked a cow? Let's, Let's learn, learn a thing or two. All right, welcome back to the Two Top Podcast. Welcome back, finally. Matt, it's been a bit since we recorded. I mean, we're busy boys. We have school, we have work. The busy boys, it's true. School, as we just said, finals are actually more difficult than we anticipated. And yeah, we couldn't spend the time where we thought, oh, it's finals. Oh, I have some free time in between. Not true. Uh, No free time whatsoever, actually. None. But now we're back. It's summer. It is summer, officially. It is time to record some podcasts. And Matt, it's summer. And because of that, I've had some free time. And in this free time, I've picked up an old hobby of mine. That I'll come into I'll come and talk about it. Um I'm not the only one getting back into this. I've been playing Minecraft. Oh Matt, I, was, I was trying to guess what it was. I Matt, was did like, you hobbies. ever play Minecraft as a kid? A little bit. A little bit, like once yeah. or twice. More than that, probably. Um I me and my architecture friends, we've um we've gotten back into it. Because <laughs> playing the game with an architecture mindset, it's it's a you'll uh, think a little bit more a little bit more design yeah yeah but what's wild is i was watching a video that came up about minecraft and it's not just me who's getting back into it really it's actually there's been a resurgence of minecraft in pop culture in the media the number of players have tripled google analytics show that people googling minecraft has gone up Whoa. more minecraft videos trending on youtube Minecraft's having a resurgence, and I did more research, and I realized today, we're recording this on May 17th. Is it the anniversary? Today is Minecraft's 10-year anniversary. So 2009. 2009. Wow. I was yeah. about to say 2007. It's not 2017. Marcus uh we call him Notch. That's his, like... Yeah. Um, Where's he, he from? is um from the Scandinavian countries, like, I think it's Finland or okay. Sweden. That's cool. But um, in 2009, he created the Cave Game, which was a PC game that was blocks and people built in the world, and then it was renamed to Minecraft, the game Minecraft. that we know. Minecraft. What a cool name. And Minecraft that we know today is, in a sense, it's still the same. I remember playing, I mean, I was playing when I was in middle school. Like, that was yeah. that was a game I, I played for Back a while. Back in 2009. Yeah. It's like, it's not something that feels old but it is it's so old there's people now who are probably playing the game that weren't around when it was made i mean my little brother plays minecraft and he was two when it came out yeah i didn't start playing it until like a year or two later yeah not that old but we're old in relative to the game there was like a dip in minecraft pop like it fell off the face of the earth almost but it yeah. never disappeared no it was always around and what's interesting is minecraft itself has kind of evolved into more forms. It's gone past just the PC, but it's gone now to consoles, people's phones. All like devices seem to be able to play Minecraft. It's one of the most popular selling games of all time. And now we're seeing it it's a game that's like very approachable for kids and students that actually now it's evolved into this new form of now educational. There's now an educational version of Minecraft which helps teach students about coding and there's lessons of math and language and history and minecraft is it's a new way to teach old concepts because it's more approachable for these students in school minecraft is 
a game for everyone, young and old. And it's really, really shows to this day. And a game like that is something that can stand the test of time. I mean, in pop culture today, you have games like Fortnite and Apex Legends and like League of Legends, World Ro- of Warcraft. Roblox. Roblox. <laughs> Blocks. Like, Roblox. That's a popular one. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Minecraft kind of brings that blocky style kind of all stems from. Yeah, this it has to come from game. somewhere. It's Minecraft. But all these games, like they might fade out in a couple of years, but Minecraft has really stood the test of time. Now, whether that's the annual updates that come out every few months or maybe it's just the fact that it's a fun game that anyone can play. It's really, it's for everyone. No one is really discriminated against when it comes to Minecraft. No, it's all inclusive. Anyone can play. And what's great is it's also all about bringing communities together. You know, everybody can enjoy it the same way. It's really and a generation that I feel like all games that come out are like rated teen or rated uh, like M for mature. Yeah. Minecraft is, it is in a sense a kid's game. It's yeah. a game that everybody can approach. Yeah. But like you said, you can hit it with a different mindset of like architecture and design and you can build and, and construct things out of these geometric shapes at a very advanced skill level. I know some people out there build incredible things. Yeah, absolutely. And what's crazy about it as well, I kind of, I was so surprised because like, as I said, I was playing Minecraft now and like, this is the first time I've picked it up in like three years and there's new stuff that was added and I was looking up how to make stuff, craft stuff. And I came across, um, educational Minecraft and educational Minecraft. They include like Minecraft is Minecraft, but educational Minecraft, you can have chemicals like oxygen and hydrogen and combine it to make water it's you literally make the elements within a game a kid's game is they made minecraft into chemistry class because i didn't know that was a part of it so a little bit more history about minecraft it was acquired by microsoft at some point and microsoft saw it microsoft with their bill gates mindset saw the game is more than just a game but actually a learning tool yeah so there's been versions of minecraft like you know scratch in middle school the coding program yeah there's a version easy it makes it easy there's a version of minecraft that's like scratch that you have your visual window and then you have your script window on the right and you can script your character to do different movements and it teaches kids coding if and loops yeah uh true false statements it's all and that's what's great about the game. It's mm-hmm. not it's not like a textbook that people have to read and slog through and then draw on the chalkboard. If you give a kid Minecraft and say, Oh, we need to make this we your goal today is to build a house that's sustainable or design in this educational version, it's like design a hydrogen balloon. Then it's like, well, you have to do, you have to find the oxygen or you have to find the hydrogen and then you have to get the rubber and you have to do all these things. Yeah, step by step. And kids, in a sense, they're playing a game, but in a sense, they're learning as well. Yeah. It's like, could this be the future of school, Thomas? You just show up to a building, put on your VR headset, look around, click a keyboard. I feel like the more immersive teaching can get, I mean, do you learn more on a field trip or do you... Or, like, do you learn more when your chemistry teacher is filling a giant gallon water jug filled with, uh, like, hydrogen, lighting it on fire, and then putting his hand on the top, and the pressure differentiation 
crunches the whole can all the way down. I remember that one, Thomas. It's it's more interactive than just words on a page. The thing about interaction, it sticks. It sticks in the mind, and that's the idea of Minecraft. It sticks with kids so they can do it. and the, You don't feel the learning when you're doing it because it sticks in no matter what. There's a lot of different types of learning fashions. You can be a visual learner, a tactile learner, but sometimes like you can't just learn by reading what's on the board and then writing down what you see. Sometimes you really need to engage. And I think games are a great way to do that. It's like so this whole Minecraft topic kind of like brings me into how education can be ch- changed by Minecraft in this game now. 10 years it's been has fostered creativity. I mean, I remember when I was a freshman, there was uh, two students in the beginning of my college career that I remember I didn't really have a lot of friends. I went to go get um, lunch with these two people. And they both really got into architecture because of Minecraft, actually. Yeah, interesting. So it's like there's people whose careers might be based around the games they play. As a kid, oh, definitely. I know probably a lot of video games shape the way people think, you know, growing up as a kid, you know, whether that's like original Tetris making someone be interested in coding video games and then that's their career or I don't know, playing blocks and then you become an architecture or Minecraft. Yeah. Or like the engineering, the puzzle solvers, the people who enjoy the mystery, the mystery games, the puzzle games, the ones that make you think it's. There's a game out there for everyone, and they all influence how a person thinks and how a person develops as a young child. I think it's the equivalent of like a kid reading a detective novel when they're like a young kid, and then they become like a detective in real life. Yeah. That's cool, you know? And it's like games are just another medium for people to advance their own knowledge and find out what they want to do in the future. Yeah. I mean, like, Test it pe- out. people who wanted to be astronauts because they spent time looking at space and like admiring space and looking watching space movies and all those things it's like that's what inspires people it's like you're people's inspirations never really come out of their own ideas but kind of imagination based off of what's around them so when you're given a game like minecraft which in a sense is a sandbox game you're given a blank canvas it gives people the opportunity to be what they want and design what they want and that's why I think so amazing about this game. And it's great to see that it's now 10 years, 10 years it's been influencing It's still people. going strong. Think of like, I think it has like 50 million downloads or something. It's the second best-selling game of all time with over 30 million copies sold. But obviously people get it for free too. Yeah, and so. I the first, ver- I mean, the number one on that list is Tetris, right? Number three is Tetris. Number, number one's one is Wii Sports. No, Mario Kart Wii is number four. Number one is Grand Theft Auto V. <laughs> is the best-selling game of all time? Yeah, I believe so. I want to see how many downloads it has. Well, that's um, a that's a weird tangent we're going on, but I am also curious how many downloads Grand Theft Auto V has. Because it's 21.3 million copies sold on PlayStation 3. I don't know how many other. I guess it's different platforms. Well, I mean, <laughs> back on track. Back Ga- on track. Games influence how people can act in the future and minecraft is a game that really it's something approachable that everybody can learn from whether you're a student or a teacher a parent grandparent or just a kid it's really for everyone 
and I mean, I still enjoy it to this day. Like I'm, I was playing it recently. I still am. I need to, I need to play Minecraft. I need to get into some well, game. It's also, it's just a nice relax. It's yeah. like do something that's not the world. Yeah. Well, it's a world of its own. Yeah. It's you not know, the real world. It's a world that you can set your own goals and accomplish them and not really affect what's going on in your life here. You know, it's such an interesting thing. You know, everybody's stuck in their phones these days. There's like this idea of real world and then digital world. Like, oh, I'm going to go home and play video games and like that's going to be a thing. And like, it's not real. I know it's not real. I think people's perception of that's getting very skewed now when as when as they walk around looking on social media at all the fake stuff that they see swiping through their feeds and stuff that is the real life so the fake is real and then when they get to video games it's like the same exact thing as real life you know it's a weird it's these war- it's a warped reality of people warped. wanting the truth but it's not it's not as real. Yeah. I mean, Instagram, you always see those Instagram reality, fake versus reality. And yeah. it's like, what what really is... At least there's still humor in it, you know? Yeah, as long as people... I mean, it's all about being happy and having a good time. So, as long as people stay positive in this world, I think games... Games will stay. I, games will always stay. Games will I always stay. Games. Ever since Atari and Pong and they came into the living room... It's here to stay. I was talking with some people last night about our favorite PC games, games growing up. Pajama Sam. Pajama Sam. Do you know it? No, actually, I don't. Oh, my pajama. gosh, Thomas. I'm going to show you later. They they made it on Wii, and then it's on Steam. You can get, like, all of them. Well. They remade them. We'll, ha- we'll have to look that up. You but- should do it. It's spooky. It's spooky. Anyway. It's a spooky game. All right. But it's for kids. Okay. Well, interesting. Defi- shaped my youth. Well, if we, I guess we'll move on out of our Minecraft realm to whatever. I have t- something extremely different today. Extremely different. You've been brewing on it, though, you said. I've been brewing on it. It's not, no, I don't think it's a, I mean, it's a good topic, but it's not like, a, like oh my gosh, astounding it, something. It's something that's been stuck in your head, I assume. I just had had this topic because I like this concept of, of, of dairy. No? <laughs> Did you expect that? No, the, I learned something about dairy recently. That Perfect. Met, methane gas from cows is not from them farting, but it's from them burping. Really? Yeah. It comes out of their mouths. Yeah. I know it's a huge toxin to the environment. Yeah. Cattle. Cows burping is actually destroying our atmosphere. So, but that's <laughs> not what part of the da- the cow I think we're talking about today. We're talking the udders, Thomas. We're talking the dairy, the milk milk like real milk you know milk is delicious good four percent whole milk thomas why do cows have hooves instead of feet uh for the same reason the horses have hooves because they lack toes they lack toes oh Lactose. wow <laughs> wow wow silly wow. joke i want to hit you with some uh dairy facts today because dairy is a very important part of our lives but it's kind of being pushed away by all by all this like you've heard of these nut milks. Oat milk. Oat milk. I saw a really intense ad for oat milk earlier intense. today. Describe yeah. intense. What do you mean? As in a man just chugging a pint of oat milk and like so fast that it starts to pour on him and that was the ad for oat milk. Yeah, that is intense. I would Because they're they're like <laughs> it's so good you could just like chug it down. Do you think that's hurting the the cow milk industry? I want to say yes, but also I feel like no because there's there's a lot. I feel like dairy's using a lot of stuff. Yeah, m- milk is milk is a majority 
the oats and the nuts are a minority in this milky world. But they're they're encroaching upon the real dairy people. Really? Yeah. They they're getting up there because, you know, people even myself, I drink almond milk a lot. Not just because I'm semi lactose. I'm like variably lactose intolerant. I'm gonna give you some some statistics because dairy is a very interesting thing. So first, eggs. Have you ever referred to them as dairy? By accident, sure, because they're normally found in the same section. They're found in the same section. Some people think that eggs are, are considered like a dairy product. They're not. They're just like associate associated with. Well, dairy it's like products. cheese, milk, and eggs. Yes, they're like your staples in the grocery shopping list. You yeah, so like so it gets they're, mixed. They're in. separate. They, they get mixed up. So okay, sixty-five to seventy-five percent of people in the world are lactose intolerant. That's a lot. Are you shocked at that number? No, I'm. I guess I'm lactose intolerant. You could be. Logic. Yeah, there's, there's a possible. sixty-five to seventy-five. Obviously, it's not documented an exact number, but I think I am. It depends. Humans technically like aren't supposed to be drinking milk. We've only started consuming dairy for around 7,500 years, starting in northern Europe. That's a long time, Matt. But it's not the history of humanity. No, you are right. The cavemen were not milking cows, you know, which is a very interesting thing to think about. Like, who saw a cow udder and was like, huh? (laughs) Why don't we go tug on that udder? Well, if you think of – I'm sure you're going to get into this, but I guess if you think of mammals – Humans drink milk a lot longer than any other mammal drinks milk. It's true. Cause it's true. Most mammals, as soon as they're past infancy, they don't, don't drink milk. milk. Yeah. So Which why is, why are we drinking milk? And so that's much? a lot of dietitians' argument these days. You know, they're just like, why should we if animals don't? But like, milk has some great um, minerals in it. Calcium. Um, calcium. So there's a lot of nutrition in dairy products. A single cup of milk contains 30% of your RDA, which is your dietary reference intake. Important to know. Calcium, 24% of your RDA, and vitamin D, which is 26 percent of your rda riboflavin it has plenty of potassium protein vitamin b12 and various other nutrients your body needs so why don't we want to drink it? yeah you know, it sounds like a, a super drink the original thing i i posed the question at first was is milk bad for you should we not drink it should we go to these alternatives and all the research online is like no milk is good it's just many people are lactose intolerant that's well, the only bad thing about it that's you like know? people going fat free but then they re- but like fat's good for you fat is good for you it's a good type of fat it's a good calcium it's a good protein it's better to go sugar free than fat free yes yes very good point speaking of sugar dairy is associated with acne unfortunately really which is a negative thing to it there's a specific chemical um it's the production of mto rc1 which increases the body's sebum production and sizes in the sebaceous glands which increases your risk of developing acne so that sounds pretty negative am i right you said a (laughs) lot of big words that mean a lot of bad things i mean hmm I was never a big acne person. I wonder if my, I mean, I was also the guy that whenever you went to the doctors, they'd be like, how much milk do you drink? I'm like, oh. me too. They asked that. I was like, not a lot. Maybe a, <laughs> like your skin is beautiful, Thomas. Keep it up. It's like, I don't, they always like drink more milk. You need more calcium. I'm I like, mean, okay. You've seen okay. the got milk campaign. Yeah. Am I right? That's the dairy industry pushing for dairy production. They don't want it to go away. Milk is a good thing. And, and you know, the United States government, funds that type of thing there's a lot of regulation on dairy though about selling dairy when it comes to prices because of similar to gas in a way 
Yeah, because you can't have too competitive of milk prices because of because I think there's there's something it's like you can't have a milk monopoly that's like milk prices can only fluctuate like to certain degrees a lot of milk and you can you can go to your local grocery store and see this in grocery stores yes there's the generic brand milk but a lot of the milk is coming from local sourced farms if you look at all the different brands like even the um you go to Wegmans you go to Acme the milk is coming local you know it's expensive to ship it um it's expensive to ship it refrigerated over long distances so why would they do that you know so it's not like we're having midwest production of milk you know yeah we're not getting we get our avocados from california but not our milk not our milk our milk's coming from like right down the street the the truck drivers actually have regulation timing when they need to leave the milk production plant where they load up the big tanker like those big gasoline trucks that look the silver shiny tube tanks they're filled with milk a lot of them are. A lot of them are filled with milk, and it's it's funny to think about that that whole thing. Like if it crashes, which happens, <laughs> spilled milk everywhere. Don't spill your milk. You don't cry over spilled milk on the highway. No, I hope you don't die over it either. But anyway, they, they have regulations of when they need to get there. So milk is always pretty much fresh, which is a really cool thing. And like you said, there are regulations. The government makes sure that milk is available at a good price. Well, a lot of things also really depend on fresh milk. I think of... Uh, uh, mozzarella production needs fresh Jeez. milk yeah um i went to we live near hershey yeah and i remember when i went on a tour of the hershey facilities the reason they decided to go there is because they needed the freshest milk and they have a million cows out there yeah so the milk comes in fresh daily into the hershey factory because that's awesome that's the way to get the best production you need the milk there and then you're talking about sweets and sugar and chocolate you know i want to talk about a little bit yogurt and kefir do you know what kefir is kefir is uh yeah it's a probiotic it's It's a fermented kind of thick yogurt milk type drink thing yeah i don't like the flavor of it (laughs) but i know it is it's it's really good for you yogurt the only probiotic i do is like some kombucha every once in a while you know yeah exactly the probiotics are great for your gut microbiome um also the quality of a cow's life and what it um eats affects the nutrition of the dairy product so like grass-fed cows making yogurt it's going to be like a really good yogurt with high levels of probiotics well that's like i feel like grass-fed cow is the free-range chicken of the world 100 percent. because otherwise you think of like the cow eating the hay in the lines in the farm yeah but like the nice grass-fed beef it's more it's more natural thing you know it tastes better and there are differences i mean i'll give you an example with my chickens they are free-range chickens their egg yolks are huge and orange whereas like the ones at the store are like yellowy and small well i also can tell you um, get more bang for your buck if they're happier soy free eggs are also that orangey color yeah i'm sure you're not feeding your chicken soy they They have leftover food from my family (laughs) (laughs) cannibal chicken not much meat but we give them i give them like chips from my car and stuff and like i don't know cows get that stuff too it's not like grass or it's not like mass-produced cattle making meat out in the midwest you know yeah so there's actually good stuff going on here um pasture-raised grass-fed cows are the healthiest they have the most omega-3s and they have up to 500 percent more cla which is conjugated linoleic acid so that's present in ruminant fats and dairy products 
unlike industrial trans fatty acids, like we were saying with the fat, trans CLA might may be a great potential benefit to human health. There's still research into it. So it's like a good fat. And the thing is with those cows, it's like, think of what a cow is. A cow is something that walks on the range and eats the grass and moves. Mm -hmm. It's like, (laughs) that is a cow's natural habitat. So why would you not eat the cow from its natural habitat? Why would you eat the cow that's sitting in the barn all day? At that point, it turns into a different creature. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not the, the cow is made up of what it eats. You are what you eat. So if that's a true statement. Yeah. So if the cow is eating artificial stuff, the thing you're getting out of it is not, not the real true milk that you're looking for. 100%. Um, Dairy has naturally occurring sugar, something unlike the sugar that we know. It's called lactose. Lactose is the The sugar sugar in dairy. It's it's the sweetness. And if you've ever had lactose-free milk, they add a fake sweetener to make it taste. And honestly, I think they add too much. So lactose-free milk is always sweeter than normal milk, which actually I really like. Well, I'm sure... (laughs) Give it a try. (laughs) It's also probably a different taste of sweetness, so you probably pick up on it more. Yes, 100%. Yeah, lactose is what we've come to know through dairy. It has kind of that like... I'm not. I'm no food critic, but it's like a full bodied yeah. sweetness that hits your palate in like a certain place. You are know? you a it's whole? Not sharp. Are you a whole milk guy or a skim milk guy? No, I was never allowed whole milk growing up. But it's really important now. I drink. I drink one percent. I guess nothing like a but, glass of whole milk. But whole milk, yeah. Like going to my friend's house, chocolate milk with whole milk. That's like a delicacy, Thomas. Like a, a, <laughs> a full glass of whole milk. I mean, like you feel that. It's like. A, it's a full sticks to your ribs yeah it really does <laughs> it's thick it's like good cream i only really had that much milk whole fat. milk when i was um i was working in a cafe and like we'd make the coffee some people would have caught co- like make the coffee with whole milk and like that milk is oh that's nice, special warm stuff whole milk yeah that's what you want yeah so the lactose intolerance that's the digestive disorder caused by the inability to digest that sugar that lactose the main carbohydrate in dairy products is lactose it can cause various symptoms a lot of people have it bad you know bloating you know like bad constipation you know all that stuff but some people just have like weird side effects like they might break out in acne or something like extra more so you know so lactose intolerant might not necessarily be what we think of it in pop culture it might be no it could be subtle and like i said up to 75 percent of the population is lactose intolerant which is a ton of us so well, just keep that in mind. The Thomas. lactose isn't for us. The cow, cows are not here on surprise, but cows are not here <laughs> on Earth to provide us milk. No, they're they're animals. They're creatures doing their thing in nature. Yeah, you know. Although many people do say, like, where did cows aren't native creatures to the world? Like, they had to come the cows, from somewhere, though. The cows we have today aren't. No, no. Like any animal, like dogs, they're not what dogs started out as. You no, know? you're. You, <laughs> they're domesticated. That little, um, but not horribly. Some in some cases, maybe. Yeah, that little. Uh, what are they called? The the dogs whose face is all smushed in. Oh, pugs. Yeah, a pug. Pug is not. <laughs> pug is not the same creature that was hunting in the woods. For... No, do you, can you picture a chihuahua running through the northern woods hunting a a rabbit? No, those humans have left our mark on this earth by literally taking over and making things our own but 
it's just how things have happened through the course of history. Yeah. I'm sure if we had the knowledge we had now and went back 10,000, like a thousand years, I'm sure we'd do things differently, but we're here today and we have to act with the things we have today. So maybe don't make it worse, you know, (laughs) but I want to end on the note, just consume organic dairy. It's yeah. good, but don't stop consuming dairy. It's good. Even though this nut milk and every oat milk, there's an intense oat, commercial yeah, out oat there. Oat milk's on the rise. Beware, Thomas. Have a little bit of both. There's no reason you have to switch completely. You mix it up. Yeah. You no, know? No Organic, cut though. one out just yeah. because. Just dairy, because the man said so. Dairy's good. Go fill yourself a large glass of whole milk. Load up Minecraft. Load up Minecraft. Get cozy. Go milk a cow in Minecraft while you're drinking your milk in real life. Have you ever milked a cow, Thomas? No, I've never actually milked a cow. I have milked a cow. I, just, Matt, you of all people, you would be the first person. Okay, that I would okay, get. no surprise. <laughs> no surprise. I used to work on like a dairy farm operation. They had these crazy things. Picture uh, tentacles coming down from the ceiling, and, and then the like suction. They would suck to the udder, and like you butter up the udder, not butter it. You know, you like lubricate it, and then it sucks to it, and like it goes in the ceiling, goes in tubes, goes into vats, and then the trucks. Come. It's crazy. I saw this. Dairy's cool. I saw this <laughs> wild video. I forget like where it was, but um, they had a system where there would be a laser guided robot that would laser locate the udder and then what? Like, use a robot to like attach <laughs> attach the probe to it. it that used, is like, the most futuristic like, thing I've laser heard. Laser preci- like the cow would walk <laughs> in and the laser precision would find the udder and then like <laughs> a, a robot arm would come in and suction it up. I mean, I just want to watch a video of that with no audio. Just like, what is happening? Just co- <laughs> what is this? Uh, wow. Now I kind of want a glass of milk. Yeah, so do I. But I Milk's think good. I think that's where we're going to have to leave off here on this episode of Two Top. Yeah, sorry to make you thirsty. Yeah, I mean. And hungry for a video game. Yeah. Play Minecraft. Play some Minecraft. You know, it's 10-year anniversary. If you played it before, maybe this is the time that you come back. Boot it up again. Yeah. Maybe you'll find something new, learn something new about the world. But that's what we have for this week's episode of Two Top. And we'll see you next week. For another Two Topics. See ya. This was Two Top, an independently created and run podcast created by Thomas Lance and Matt Berg. Music this episode comes from Lee Rosevere. For more info about this week's episode, visit us at twotoppodcast.com. For general inquiries and feedback, send us an email at twotoppodcast at gmail.com. See you next week for another Two Topics.